Back to Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back. Hour two of Old School, Jay Foreman. Uh, we were talking about the transfer portal during the break. And what's right. the easiest way to do this without putting your, your, your feet on, on onto the fire? Ideally, <laughs> ideally, what would you like to see at the quarterback position, happen at the t- quarterback position? For Nebraska, oh yeah, it's, it doesn't matter if it's a transfer portal or not. Um, you just want to see, you know, one is big thing for me is leadership. Um, guy that's going to be able to not only work individually, but then you know, I guess galvanize the the the, the troops and be able to push the troops um, or his teammates, uh, you know, to be better um, than they are. Guy that wants the guy that will have guys that want to play with him and for him. Um, that's a big thing because, uh, you know, at this level, everybody's going to have decent enough arm strength, athlete, and all that. You know what I mean? So, you, you know, I'm not saying get a superior leader that can't, you know, throw a five-yard out. Um, and then that's a big thing for me, uh, especially on the offensive side of the ball. A leader, motivator, um, and then that matches up with the play, especially in pressure time. Um, and somebody, you know, want to make, you know, decisions, plays the position of quarterback. Just play the position of quarterback. And in this in this offense, or I don't know what this offense is going to be. I can only go from, say, like, you know, US, UCF and Oregon and all that, right? To play the position. Yes, Marcus Mariota was the number one pick, won the Heisman, and was phenomenal. But he played the position of quarterback within that system at a superior clip in efficiency, mm-hmm. which then accentuated his athletic ability and his quarterback prowess, and then allowed him to continue to be better and then obviously be superiorly dominant at the college level. Um, ideally, yeah, of course, we'd like to get a Marcus Mariota, and then everything would be, you know, turned around in like, you know, 24 hours. But ultimately, you need a guy that can play the position. You want If you want a, a perfect example of that, a guy that if you put him in the, in the measurables in your computer – is McKenzie Milton. He plays the position of quarterback in in this system or at that time with that team at a at a higher clip than maybe guys that were more athletically gifted. His leadership skills were superior off the charts, right? Guys believed in him. You know what I mean? I'm sure there was times that he got him in and, in and out of plays that he felt because of what he did in the film room and study and the way that he felt the game was going. Maybe he put the game on his shoulders Maybe he felt there was a play. Maybe there was a player that was hot, or he saw something out there on the field that he he had enough equity and built up, uh, I guess, goodwill or good plays, and I call it sweat sweat equity, where you put you know not only the work in, but then it matches up with the results uh, to change the play and have superior leadership leadership skills. I'm sure there was times that when they came over there and it was tight. You know, I mean, I know they were in a lot of high scoring games, right, where you actually got to the pressure's on you. You know, maybe the game's tied, you scored, or maybe, the, the, you know, you t- tie the game up, they go down and score. You know, it's a lot of pressure to say, we got to score, we got to score a touchdown. So he's able, I'm assuming at times he had to be able to push people. So that's where the leadership goes. You know, arm strength and all that stuff, is, is that's up to the coaches and, and do all that and teach them the offense. And 
get you know so that all that stuff should be a guarantee right or somewhat of a guarantee so whether it's on the roster or somebody they bring in or guys that they bring in from the transfer portal both in the short term and which is obviously before school starts or i guess after spring or whatever it is i don't know how it is quarters or or whatever semesters um that's what you need i mean you need it because it's the uh it's a it's it, it's a it's a vital part of college football it's a vital part of this university it's a vital part of this offense and a vital part of this team and and it's a it's gonna it's not even vital it's a very very huge part uh of getting wins and losses uh in this 2022 season is there anybody in the portal that makes you slightly more curious than others i think they all um at the quarterback position the portal is way more intriguing than other positions to me because there's only you only there's only one guy that can play quarterback. Right. So I always go back to when Georgia had Fromm. Mm-hmm. Um, at at one point in time they had Eason Fromm and they were recruiting Justin Fields and they got Justin Fields there, and then Eason went to Washington and then they had Fromm and Justin Fields. So at one point in time they had the number one quarterback for three straight years. Mm-hmm. So when guys go into the portal, I don't look at it like he's taking his ball and going home. You know, if you're an incoming freshman and a true freshman is starting, you got to think if this guy is halfway decent and, he, and if he continues to excel, he's most likely going to be the starter for at least the next two or three years, maybe even four. Um, so, you know, I think there's a lot of guys intriguing. And I think the main two guys I've somewhat heard about is what um, Florida State guy and Casey Thompson from um, Texas. I think it's two different guys. you got a guy that's – which is in, in a lot of cases – just on the surface, if you're, if I'm guesstimating, um, is appealing because you've seen him. You you have tape of him playing at the Power Five level and having success, not playing in, you know, a couple good series here or a game or two here. You got a guy that you know. I think a resume, a serious resume. Yeah. Twenty eight yeah. touchdowns, nine interceptions. Um, you know, obviously within the Red River Shootout, played extremely well. Um, and I think, you know, Texas is a little bit different place where, and I said it when they lost, I said, that's the, this, that loss is on Sarkeesian's, um, obituary is when he gets fired Yeah, because that loss was 100% purely on coaching. You can't be up by 30 and end up losing that way. It was straight panic and, uh, but he performed well, so. I mean, they got options. They're they're in those meetings, and you know it's a way above my head. But just leadership and then ability to play quarterback. Now, ultimately, that starts and stops with improvement of up front, and then also with whether it's by committee or by you know role definition of running back as well. Receivers and all that stuff. I have a extreme confidence that in tight ends that they're going to come to play, and it's you know they're going to be able to shake that out. Um, but you know the offensive line, and a guy and guys are guys that can tote the pill along with the guy stepping up at quarterback is going to be uh, paramount, and it's th- something that can turn around very shortly. So it's not for you fans out there like, oh well, you know, if we don't win ten games, then we got to fire the coach. You know, I mean that's not. Come on, you got to have some sort of you know re- you know realistic view. So you got to now they now look the the uh, the pressure is heightened. You know, no no doubt. But it's not something that can't be remedied. Now, if you make you know, once you got to assume, and then you know, with the new coaching staff that they're they know we're going to get improvement on offense. 
then now you got to look at the other two. Now the special teams and the specialists have to be better, right? So in special teams, what people don't understand is, you you, you know, everybody I think Nebraska follows this thing is like, I call them name brand people, right? Okay, well, you know, the punter's supposed to punt to the right, he punts to the left, so then now we need a new special teams coach. No, actually you need somebody that's going to execute what you asked them to do to a T without thought process. Okay, stuff happens one time. When you get three or four times, that's actually like something that you've chosen to do. So if you if you upgrade the competition to specialists, it's going to make even the guys that were here last year better, along with the guys coming in. So then you got to assume okay, special teams is better. Then you got to take make sure that the guys that even though you're losing a lot on defense, you know, you're losing JoJo Doman, Stilly, Cam Taylor, Britt, both the safeties, Deontay, Markel Dismuke. Um, then you're losing obviously Damian Daniels um, and DeAndre Thomas, right? To the declaring to the pros. Mm-hmm. Um, so just because you were you know top 50 40 defense last year and at the highest maybe a top 20 defense which is was pretty good doesn't mean that you're going to be it this year so because you lost some guys you lost some veteran presence so the 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 alarm should be just as heightened on defense because you're going to need guys to step up right because it's just like you said about basketball right you know they they played so bad that now the improvement, you, you, there's way more room for improvement, so the offense can look totally different, with, lot, uh, you know, a lot easier, in theory. Defensively, you gotta improve on what you did good last year and make sure there's no, there's no step back with new guys. And so, um, that's why the offseason is great. You know, it's the, the coaches are gonna get the coach. You're gonna have everybody's attention, guys that that want to play. The opportunity is there. And, um, you know, yeah, the quarterback position is number one because if you don't have a quarterback um, leading leading the charge, then it is what it is. Would you like to have your four-starter back, four-year starter back? Yeah, that's just not the way it is. And, it, and it's, you know what, it this isn't new to college football if you see the way guys are leaving and leaving places after starting. I mean, the quarterback at Wyoming just won bowl MVP and looked like he was on the way to being the second coming of Josh Allen, right? Mm-hmm. He was in the transfer portal 24 hours later. Yep. <laughs> the guy from Florida already said he's going into this transfer portal and played in the bowl game. Adrian left. Then the guy from uh, USC left, right? He went – I mean, a lot of them were – you know, their girlfriends go there. But, you know, there's a lot of guys that leave, right? you know, after playing bowl games or, or, or have starting experience or have the opportunity to go um, – and start and so the transfer portal to me is no different than high school because you never know what you're getting until they get here you know you're 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 everything's now you get a little bit more say like with charles with, with, with casey thompson sorry um because you kind of you can project a little bit more because you gotta get i mean it, it's kind of like you got it's this isn't juco right you're, you're dealing with you're, you're evaluating seeing a guy do it on a big stage over time so you can kind of project that a little bit easier but if you're getting a guy out of the portal say he played in any position a couple you know a cup of tea here a couple starts here it's no different really in high school well it high school kids now they might be a year or two mature but if you play good for a game or two here are you really even different than anybody that's played a game or two here as a freshman well that's kind of where the direction of of, of this is going is that high school players are going to unless you're exceptional and universally exceptional, you're not going to get an opportunity to run a program as a freshman in college. Like, that's going to be very difficult to do going forward. Right. So, Which might be good because sometimes I think, like in Adrian's case, I think the expectations 
and the pressure was so high based off what he did as a true freshman, you, he would have had to been Tommy Frazier or Justin Fields to meet those expectations. On Deloitte's OnCloud podcast, my co-host Mike Cavus and I talk with innovation leaders to explore how they use cloud engineering for new possibilities for their organizations. Join myself, David Linthicum, by subscribing to OnCloud wherever you get your podcasts. Well, you well, know what I mean? Yeah. And, because, and sometimes you can play so good for so long that people start to find chinks in your armor that they normally wouldn't do if you hadn't been playing so good for so long. That, like you don't of, get appreciated until you're done. You well, know? but I've said that about Adrian. <clears throat> what he did here early affected his late his 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 legacy, his late legacy. Yeah. And the next person that comes in has to be aware of what Adrian went through here. Yeah, you got to be aware of it, but then also um, you would have liked to see some individual improvement now. I mean, in decision making. I mean, you're, you, uh, earlier before they were talking about red zone, right? You, you know, you, 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 there's there, it, it goes both ways now, right? I mean, it's you, you can say want coaching, him to grow, right? And that's a that's a, that's a relationship that needs to grow, coaching player, right? Um, but yeah, it's it's a pressure cooker. You sh- if you have aspirations to go to the league, there's no better. Um, Cliff Notes version or internship of a pressure situation. Then red to, zone, college red zone. College red zone, but let alone playing quarterback to Nebraska. Can we talk about that? Because here's why. Because you're gonna do, you're gonna get a ton of accolades when you do well, and even if you do halfway decent, you're gonna get treated like you're really good. But is, but when you don't play well, it's gonna be magnified. So that's the same way in the league. So, so if you so if you so if you you can't you can't there's no soft landing when you play quarterback is this a position that you got to have extremely thick skin you can't be um emotionally weak and you have to be emotionally focused strong and understand this is part of the way it goes and you can't be a poor me it can't be it's not fair because as as as, as unfair as it is when you're taking the blame for losses or you know the offense or whatever it's also unfair as you're getting all the accolades for when it's when it's going well, but okay. So what is the 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 reputation of Nebraska quarterbacks? Oh, I don't know. I mean, this is a totally two different things. I mean, I like think is Nebraska pr- producing top level quarterbacks? When was uh, the, what was the last top level? What was the last NFL quarterback? From. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think it gets, that's ever. Nebraska's never been like, oh, like a USC as far as quarterbacks, just because of the way that the offense is run. You got to think like, but you've had when, four different coaches. When boy, but they've never really. That's never been an emphasis, though. Like, it, but well, you, you I, well, don't think well, that's Callahan, weird? Like, isn't that weird? Is. Like, isn't that slightly weird? That. Yeah, but I mean, is there any with, with other Urban blue- Meyer with Urban Meyer take Justin Fields out of it? Um, Alex Smith was number one. Alex, besides Alex Smith, right? Uh, Brett Elliott was in the league. Tebow, no. Tebow, no. Barrett, no. They're good college quarterbacks that play good under the system, right? Um, yeah, but I mean, the level, the space between Tebow, Barrett, and Nebraska quarterbacks—that's a huge vacuum. In some cases, but they're playing with better players, so you got to think like when. Um, Taylor was here. He was pretty dominant as as in that system. 
Okay. Right at time until he got hurt, he was pretty dominant. Tommy Armstrong was pretty good at times in that system. Uh, Adrian it, it was a stat sheet stuffer as well at that system, and uh, you can't compare how he, you know, Ohio State to Nebraska because it, you don't have the receivers and all that stuff with it. So yeah, you'd like to put a more emphasis on a pro style or you know guys going to the next level, but prior to it, that never was the emphasis though. They weren't asking Taylor and those that that offense I mean, you weren't here but I mean at the end of the day Taylor would run around and next thing you know is I call used to call him Daryl LaMonica he'd throw that bad boy out of the screen rocket launch that bad boy and it was just either hope for a catch and when you had Kenny Bell and Anunwa and uh, Wester Camp it worked right you had some you know program plays and stuff like that but a lot of times when you're playing against good teams it didn't work so is this a place is Nebraska a place where somebody who has NFL aspirations is this a place for them to come? It is now, yeah. I mean, you you just I mean, just for the simple fact, you got Whipple who is going to have I don't know where Pickett's going to go. Top, let's say he's going to go top five, right? Uh-huh. Quarterback top ten. Okay. Um, and he was dominant, developed pro quarterback in a kind of you know a little bit of a mix of pro system RPO system. So, yeah, if I'm here, I'm definitely looking at it. I'm looking at it that I'm going to come in and play, and I'm going to come in and get coached and develop. So I'm not worried about what was here last year. I'm worried about what's here right now. Now, you know, these guys, I think a lot of these guys that go on the portal, they're looking where somewhere to go where they don't got to compete, but the best guys usually come out of the competition. C.J. Stroud had to compete for his position last year. He was runner-up to the Heisman, and – the performance that he put on throughout the whole year w- was easier for him to do considering that he went through the whole spring competing for his spot. He ran off the number one quarterback position, n- number one quarterback recruit uh, that decla- or that reclassified to come in early to Ohio State, and he had to leave. Okay, if you it, it, what he, he's battle tested through competition, through spring, through off season, through making him being coached or from being coached hard for him to have the leadership. Then on top of it. His two safety nets are the two, or I guess two of the best receivers in the nation. Then, just, you know, rightfully so, decided to say, you know what, I'm not going to play in the bowl game. Now we're, we have to rebound after embarrassing loss from Mich- against Michigan, whole month's worth of practice. Now we got to go out to a Rose Bowl and play against a, the hottest team in the nation is Utah, even though Utah was down in their defensive back. But still, Utah's for real, as we saw it. Yeah. And you got to have a true sophomore and a true freshman be your number one and number two. The the things that he got from competing through spring paid off. So when you're coming in here, if you're coming to Nebraska from a transfer port, yeah, you would like to like you like you. I'm sure you're you're not going to transfer here if you got a three year starter here, right? But obviously, we're not at that point. So if you're coming in here and you're you, you know and you're thinking like you just want to be handed a position, that's how you'll kind of get some of the same things that we've had. I'm telling you, I mean, everybody likes to you'd like to work hard and kind of be placed into, you know, say DP, you were two time all, in my case, big 12 linebacker mm-hmm. or say big, big 10. And here I come and, and I played a little bit. Right. Mm-hmm. But I'm not an established starter because you started for two years and you're gone to the next level. And here's me and Rico, right? Rico might be an incoming freshman. He might be a transfer portal guy. I'm the guy that was your backup. Of course, I'd like the coach to come in and say, Jay, you're the starter. It's your job. Rico, you're the backup no matter what. That's not the way it is. We got to compete. Well, okay then. Yeah, do I like it? Do I felt like I, I probably took less reps because 
a two-time All-Big 12 or Big 10 in this case linebacker and I could have played more at another school or even here, right, because you were the guy, you were established. Yeah. Okay, yeah, will I be mad? But then also then I got to buck up, pull up my pants, beat whoever else they put out in front of me, and then when I'm out there, I know and I don't – I can – now I can come back to the coach and demand what I want because I exceeded expectations and I won the competition. And then when it comes down to competing out there on the field, third and five, I need – we need to make a stop. I have to do my job. It's second nature because you want to know why you – I've already put myself in that pressure cooker for – say the offseason program starts Monday and you do it all the way through two-a-days, you know – that's what seven, eight, nine months. Mm-hmm. I've already put that daily pressure. It's not even just the pressure in practice. It's the pressure in the weight room. It's the pressure when you're running uh, agility drills and forty against each other. Me and Rico, mm-hmm. right? Uh, it's the it's the it's the pressure of every day in spring ball. It's the every. He really thinks he can outrun you. He might be able to right now. I can outrun him, but literally everything else he's got me. So, <laughs> but then it's the pressure like when you're doing off season workouts, like seven on seven or you know yeah. passing drills. It's that then when you start in two a days. It's the but that's the, the friction we talk about. Right, it's the body fat fat comp. But then me and Rico can be cool. We can go out and hang out together. We can do stuff together. But in the lines. But in the lines, I want my job. I'm doing and and it's not to the point that I want Rico to do bad. I want Rico to do the best he can. You ask me a question, and I'm gonna answer it. I'm gonna give you everything I did because I want you. I want. I want to beat you out beat you out at the best Rico as possible or the best whoever as possible because I don't want any question when I'm out there. I just don't, I'm not sure that that quarterbacks specifically, right? right? It's such a specific position and circumstance. And they that, like to be comfortable. Right, they like to be comfortable. Right? But, so, but but listen here though. I will, I will say this and I don't mean to cut you off. If you I remember cuz my quarterback from high school was at Michigan. Hmm. It was full scholarship. He was a USA Today qu- quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. And I and I remember telling him, "Don't go to Michigan because they had a freshman starting there. You're never going to play." Well, he went there anyways because he went to their camp and got all, you know, he committed. And they told him he can't take any other visits. I was telling him to go to Iowa. He was ahead of Tom Brady on the depth chart. He got a high ankle sprain, and then he de- decided football wasn't his best deal. He still had enough talent that. The Detroit Lions wanted to put him on practice. Drew Henson? No, his name is Jason Kapsner. Now oh. he runs. He runs like this uh, maze in blue, where they, if you go through the Minneapolis airport, they sell iPods and all. Oh. That's his business, right? So I talked to him about Tom Brady a lot because him and Tom are like, I want if they're not best friends, they're dang close because he goes to Super Bowl and all that stuff. I talked mm-hmm. to him about Tom Brady, and he said Tom hated how Coach DeBoer and, and those guys did him. Because he was clearly better than Drew Hansen. But Tom told him once he got to the league, there was nothing mentally that he couldn't fight through based on the competition and stuff he had, he had to go already through. Been through because, it. But, here, but you got to think about this. When you see Tom Brady, when he gets the ball, I played against Tom Brady. We were beating New England the year that they beat the Panthers. And it was like, we were going to go out there, and you just knew he was going to just take them down. And now, granted, there was a, like a call that went their way, X, Y, and Z. Next thing you know, I look up. You know, Vrabel beats Eric, my man Eric Brown on the seven cut, uh-huh. and we've been practicing all week, and Tom Brady fits it in, the only place that Vrabel can get it. But every time that Tom Brady had to answer the bell in Michigan, being down 10, 
Drew Henson, they're down ten. Tom Brady leads Henson them back. gets him in trouble. Henson Brady bails him out. It was every time. Then it was <laughs> then he, he would do it two or three times. Oh, competition's still up. We don't know who's going to start. Drew Henson ends up starting, or Tom Brady starts, and then Drew Henson comes in after third. At, they're up fourteen nothing with from Brady. Drew Henson comes in. Next thing you know, it's fourteen ten. Here comes Brady after sitting out. You think that didn't that he hasn't forgotten about that that had that hadn't trained him? Now, granted, the coach would be like, "Yeah, I did it on purpose." No, you didn't. You did it because. The head coach of of Drew Henson's dad was was a big time recruit, and you thought he was going to be better than Tom Brady, and you were fighting it, but it all worked out for Tom Brady. So if you're coming in here as a quarterback and don't want competition, then you're missing out on the purity of football because it'll pay off for you. Yeah, I I'm just I I think the next couple of couple of days, couple of weeks are going to be pretty interesting. Hey, McCaffrey was yeah. McCaffrey was a Jebbia, all those guys. I'm, I'm telling just, you, just, hey, listen here, man. You uh, stick out and you stay around. We, we, homeboy I, never I, finished I, the season. I, I, I'm not sure it would. That, that's a whole other. Okay, but no, 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 no. We'll put a pin right there, and then we'll we'll get right back here when we come back because there's so much to that that what you just said. <laughs> this program has to decide what it's going to do at quarterback. It has to do it pretty quickly, and if you don't figure out the past mistakes, you will repeat them. We'll be right back. You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. I switched to Boost Mobile and got a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Want to know the best part? Uh, it was free? Nope. The fact that it's on America's largest 5G networks? Nope. It's the ding. Oh, yeah. Love the ding. Right? It's all about the ding. It's the dingarooski, the dingarona, the ring-a-ding-ding. Unleash your power to save with Boost. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone when you switch. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. And the ding. Limited time offer. New customers only. Available on select networks. 5G not available everywhere. One device per line. Tax excluded. Additional restrictions apply. See your local Boost Mobile store for details. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess. For elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial.